and welcome to the Into the Wolf podcast. I'm the host, Seth Rigoletti, uh, leadership coach. This is a podcast about communication, leadership, and authenticity. It's really, this is like a response and, and welcome if you, this is your first podcast. Thanks so much for listening. This is uh, a response to something I've been feeling, which is that, you know, we talk a lot in the world of leadership. We talk a lot about clarity and sense of purpose and this idea of, you know, bringing people along, getting everybody together towards a vision <clears throat> and executing on that vision. But the thing that we don't seem to talk about, or at least I feel like we don't talk about is, is how do we communicate that? How do we be that? How do we how do we operate from this place where people might actually hear us and might actually want to listen to us? And in today's podcast, this this is what the work I do, but today's podcast, we're going to talk about this concept that communication is really about connection. And I'm going to go in a little bit of a detail about what I mean by that. And if you can understand this concept, everything else that we talk about in the rest of the podcast is going to make a lot of sense. And it's going to really hopefully help you with your leadership and with your general communication. So right off the bat, I want to say that everybody that I've met in, in this work is, is wanting on some level to be heard. You know, if, if I could be heard, if people could just hear me, then, then things would go a lot smoother. And we have this assumption right that that the the challenge is uh, sometimes the challenge is people aren't doing what i want them to do sometimes the challenge is that people are behaving or responding to me in a way that i don't like and i wish that they were doing that differently but in the end it's always like this i feel like i'm saying something and they're not responding they're not hearing me they're not respecting me they're not understanding me and I think that, that that feeling a lot of times comes from a fundamental misunderstanding of what is actually happening when we communicate. What is happening right now when you're listening? Hopefully you're not bored and already shutting me off, right? Like hopefully you're engaged and wondering yourself, like, wait, yeah, why, why don't people? What is going on? Why don't people hear me? Why don't people listen to me? And... I think that I think that what's happening to us when we're talking is we think about this as a transaction. We think about uh, I have something to tell you. I have information to give you, and there's something transactional in nature that's happening between us that we think we understand. But I would say most of the time, at least majority of my day-to-day communications either in my family or in my work life or in my friends, you know, my, my family relationships, my friend relationships, my work relationships, that the majority of the time it's not transactional. There's something really strange and mysterious that's happening when we talk to each other that has nothing, I shouldn't say nothing, it's got, it, it's got less to do with the content that we're talking then in this implied intention, this this desire to, to for something, some some this understanding to be heard, seen, to, to connect, right? To connect. 
And when we think about this as transactional, like I'll give you an example, a concrete example of tr transactional. If I ask you what time is it, right? If I ask you what time it is, you you can answer with a, a either you know or you don't know, and and you can tell me exactly what time it is. And that's transactional, right? Maybe I'm asking you because I want just to strike up a conversation, but at the end of the day, like, <laughs> like. I really just want the data, right? What time is it? You know, what time does the store open? Uh, what time does the bus get here? Um, uh, what time does the bank close? Like, these are extremely transactional questions that require very specific data, and they don't require, like, too much of a connection. Like, there's not a lot of, you know, even different languages, even if you're not fluent in the language I'm asking it in, you know, you could probably still find your way into that. But <clears throat> there's this other thing that's happening in most meetings, in mo especially in most collaborative environments or environments where we have to collaborate and we don't yet have a set of norms where we understand how to collaborate. And what I notice happening in those moments is that everyone is trying to accomplish their goal by trading information. And maybe that's a generalization, but it seems like it's like this. It's like, here's what I know about the situation. Here's what I think we should do. And we put it on the table, and then we think, I think what happens is we put it on the table and we think there's going to be some sort of like acknowledgement. But everybody else is putting their thing on the table usually. And then, so let's say three or four people we're in a meeting and three or four people say here's what I think we should do another person says here's what I think we should do another person says here's what I think we should do and they don't actually talk to each other these these three different things aren't necessary they're related they may even be uh, completely different or or let's say they're the same thing but they're just slightly like they colored a little differently and then let's say there are three people in the room who have a different idea, but they don't want to put it on the table because they figure like, well, it's already three things on the table. I'm not going to put those things on the table. And then we end up in a debate. And that's what happens. It's like six people in the room. We end up debating which of the three things that were put on the table is the right thing. And, and this becomes an incredibly inefficient, sometimes inappropriate way to make a decision because we have no understanding sometimes of what it is that we're actually putting on the table. We have no understanding of who, how we're putting those things on the table or, or what do we actually want to uh, accomplish. And the reason that we have no understanding is because no one is actually listening to us. No one is actually listening to us. And that, again, is a generalization. But I think, I think that if you've ever been in a meeting where you felt like people were just kept putting things out there and it was really confusing where we were headed, you might have uh, some understanding of what I'm, what I'm getting at. So, okay, so what's happening, what's actually happening is there's, there's no, there's no uh, connection between those people. It doesn't mean you don't know them. It doesn't mean that there's like this, uh, like you hate each other. I don't mean that. It's not, it doesn't have to be binary. It just, there's no like clear channel between us if you and I are in this room, in this meeting. There's no clear channel between us. And 
part of the reason why there's no clear channel between us is because we haven't really focused on communicating with the intent to connect. If you communicate with the intent to connect, you're going to be more curious about how things are landing and how people are receiving those things than you are in sort of establishing your position or you know, essentially just throwing your thing on the table and defending it afterwards, right? So without that channel, without that, that quality connection between us, it, it is almost impossible for us to hear each other. It is almost impossible for, for me to really appreciate what it is that you're bringing to the table, for me to really understand the value that you're offering me. Because it would be like, imagine uh, living on one side of a wall and trying to communicate with someone on the other side of the wall where they just threw um, a bag of stuff over the wall. And all you're getting from the communication is the contents of the bag. That's it. You have no understanding of intention. You have no uh, prior relationship. There's no sense of trust. You're just getting this bag of stuff. And when you're throwing the bag over, you think that the bag of stuff speaks for itself, but it doesn't. It really doesn't. Uh, This is also explained in a way, um, uh, um, tapping. If you try to, to tap out, try to tap out a um, a melody like say like pick a pick a song that you like um, you know, God bless America or something some song try to tap out the song and see if anyone in the room can really hear that song by just by you tapping it they can't it's it's a it's a common thing that we would just you know when we throw the bag over we get this bag we get all these contents it's a mystery we're trying to figure out what these contents mean what the relationship is what the context is and we're going to make one up and uh, we might get mad about the bag. We might get angry. We might get, um, we might just take it and run with it. Who knows? But, but we're not building a relationship. And so the point of this is to say like, okay, if you thought of communication, not as just checking information or contents over a wall, and you thought of it more as building some kind of a connection, like a doorway through the wall, some way of accessing the person on the other side of that wall, then I'm not going to give you any actual content that doesn't, that doesn't have the added purpose or intention of connecting. And when we think about that concept of connecting, that connection, the better the quality of that connection, the better quality of that relationship. And the better the relationship, if you think of every relationship you have, you probably think of moments when you felt connected to that person. You had, you know, that relationship, the depth of that relationship didn't come um, all of a sudden. It didn't come out of the, out of the blue. It actually came over a series of, of instances 
where you built some sort of understanding of intentionality, understanding of behaviors, understanding of um, how that person views the world, how they view you. You may have had some arguments, you may have had some some challenges, but you've got, you've built that relationship out of that connection, the quality of that connection. And the better the relationship you have, the the deeper the trust. The deeper the trust, the more likely you're going to be heard. And ultimately, if what we want is to be heard, we want to be understood, we want people to hear us, we're going to have to redirect our focus on our communication, how we talk to people, and not think of it just as this transactional, like, I have to get this information out so that they behave in this way, so they do these things. But actually think of the communication as this opportunity to work on the quality of that connection, work on the quality of that relationship, which then leads to more trust, right? If, we, if we're really focusing on that relationship as, as though it were like a, a living thing between us. There's, I used to say to people, um, two people start a relationship. There's the person A and person B and then there's this third entity, which is really the, the dynamic between A and B. We don't spend a lot of time really nurturing that, that A-B dynamic. You know, we, we think a lot of times like how is B treating A or B thinks about how A is treating B. We, maybe we think a little bit about I like A because of this and that, but we don't think about the dynamic, the quality of that relationship between A and B and how that's a living, almost like a living, breathing thing. It has a mind of its own. And the more, the more quality we spend on that, the more time we spend on that connection, the better quality that relationship is and the better trust. Okay, so what do we do about that? Well, what I like to do is I, I like to think of a conversation, and I know this is a one-sided one, but a conversation, I like to think about it as though you and I were holding a rope between us, right? This like picture, um, just, a, just a regular um, line or a rope between us, and how sometimes, you know, if we pull, if we both pulled on the rope, you can feel this tension and the tension is sort of it's happening between us but it's really about the rope right like the, you can feel it in the rope if i let go of the rope the tension between us disappears but then the connection between us also disappears if i try to if i pull and and we have the tension between us and i pull really hard like i i try to pull the rope so hard that i'm trying to win at the tension I'm going to pull that rope right out of your hands, in which case the, the connection is broken. I also can stress out, you know, um, this is an exaggerated example, but like, you know, we can break the rope or um, hurt our hands or whatever. The, the idea is that we don't want to create so much tension that we damage the connection. It's too much tension doesn't allow us to stay connected. But then at the same time, no tension. You know, if you and I 
we're holding a rope in it and say it's like in a cave and it's pitch black and the rope is the only thing that keeps us connected you know we're separated by 25 feet or whatever and we're trying to stay connected that rope I want tension on that rope if I'm trapped on one part of the cave and you're trapped on the other part of the cave and the rope is the only thing that's connecting us and you let out all the slack in the rope where the rope just goes dead I, st I stop thinking that you're alive like you disappear to me once there's no tension on that rope you it don't no longer exist and we have to be, pay attention to that in communication there is that same dynamic happening in a meeting in a meeting between two people or, or six people or 25 people like there's all these ropes all these little strings happening they're all connecting each other and um, again like I said before the quality of that relationship that dynamic that living thing that's happening in the middle you know that rope is either going to be more alive more sort of have more intentionality and, and energy put on it in which case there's there's something like almost alive between it or or there isn't in which case it can just um, wither away right like just out of neglect just die so so there's a couple questions that we want to ask ourselves right to, to, that I would like to ask myself every time I'm in a meeting or every time I'm having conversation with someone where I feel like you know the, the relationship is not clear and we're building a connection the first question I want to ask myself is, am, am I actually being clear? Am I being clear? Do I know what it is that I want you to hear and I want you to feel? If I can't answer those two questions, what do I want you to hear and what do I want you to feel? If I don't know, that's going to affect the quality of that connection, that rope. The third question I want to ask myself is, am I being open? Open is not... Um, it doesn't mean that I'm an open book, right? It just means that am I being open to what is actually happening? If you pull a little bit on that connection, if you create a little more tension, am I open to that? Am I aware of that? Am I awake to it? Or am I so focused on my side of the rope and what I am doing that I don't, I miss, I miss what you're doing. If you slacken your side, in other words, if you, if you stop paying attention, you stop being focused on what we're talking about, you sort of drift away. If I'm not aware of that, that slack is going to, I'm going to start basically taking up more airspace and you're going to go more and more quiet. And then if you go more quiet, we're not actually building a relationship. It's really just a one-sided, like a podcast, like a one-sided conversation. And the fourth thing is, uh, and this one's a little tricky, but like, what is the quality of this conversation? And that is something that, you know, may, may take may take a while for us to, to really get curious about and understand. And hopefully the other podcast episodes that you listen to um, this season will, will give you some insights into that. But the quality of the conversation is this feeling we have about the, the, the connection I have with this other human being, this human-to-human -human connection that we have going on. And it's like that thing I was just driving about the cave where, like, you know, we're 25 feet apart, it's dark, uh, we're, we're trapped, and the only thing we have 
really keeping us together, keeping us sane, is this rope or this conversation. And we know when the quality of that conversation is not good. We know. We know when the other person is flaking out or when we're flaking out. We know when we, that the more present we are, the more open we are, the more curious we are, the clearer we are, the easier it is for us to go like, oh, like we're not listening to each other. Oh, we're actually arguing with each other about something that doesn't actually matter, right? We're arguing about who gets to sit, you know, by the window, right? Like it's, it, it, does this thing matter if the point of this conversation is the relationship? You know, building that relationship, building trust. Am I listening? Am I trying to be heard or am I listening? Uh, am I being heard? You know, is this other person listening? What is the quality of this conversation? And the more, and this is the interesting thing, it's like sunshine, like the more it you bring it to the conversation, the more you bring it to your communication, the better your communication gets. Like in other words, sunshine being like in a garden, right? So, you know, when the sun, as long as there's water and sun and soil, uh, the seeds can grow. And we want to grow this, this, this dynamic, this relationship between A and B. We want to grow this thing between us. And the sunshine is really your presence. It's really like your attention. And if you bring your attention to that dynamic and that connection, you can really develop this, this ability to communicate and build relationships and build trust in almost any situation except ones that are purely transactional, right? It's a purely transactional situation. They don't really care about the quality of the relationship. Um, trust may be a factor, but it's not the factor. It's really, do you have the contents? But if you're trying to build cooperation and collaboration, and you're trying to work with people and negotiate with them all the different ways that we have to do, if you want to be heard and you want more understanding and more sort of this sense of trust, then that is something that, we have to work on. We have to work on and give qualitative, pure focus on. Focus on that connection, tension to the connection. Again, this is Seth Rigoletti. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the Into the Wolf podcast. Into the Wolf is um, this expression from Italian about into the mouth of the wolf is, is what they say for good luck. And you're supposed to say crepi, which means may it die. And the reason why I'm choosing this is, is the podcast um, title. is it's, it's really the way that I think about all the changes we have to make when we try to be more authentic, when we try to be clearer, when we try to communicate better, is we really do have to make these like leaps into this unknown, dangerous place where you know things things are gonna things are gonna change things are gonna change and that's both great and scary so into the wolf um good luck with all the changes let me know if you have questions or comments uh, you can find out more about me and my work at sethrigoletti.com that's r-i-g-o-l-e-t-t-i.com Thanks again for your time and heads up for more podcasts. Please leave a comment, uh, give a rating if you can, and uh, share it with friends.
Thanks so much.